Hey guys! Oh, I've missed you all so much. It's been a while since I recorded an episode for my podcast. Um, gosh, a lot has just been happening and where do I start? Um, first off, I'm really happy and excited to be back. I took a bit of a break not knowing that I needed a break. It just kind of happened because of everything that was going on with the pandemic um, and also with work, with family, and then my five-year-old starting kindergarten. So all of that put together, it was just a lot that I didn't quite anticipate to be a lot (laughs) for me. Um, And, you know, I, I basically managed it the best that I could, which meant that I had to accept the fact that I wasn't able to do it all when I want to do it. And some things had to take, you know, the back seat. Some things had to pause. And parts of those things were this podcast, um, my blog writing, um, because I do a lot of stuff. I do a lot of stuff with work, with family, you know, with my personal passion projects, with with studying to finish my Ayurveda advisor certification, with taking care of my daughter, with spending time with, you know, my parents, my sisters, my friends, spending time with my fiance. Um, It's just a lot of things that I just wasn't anticipating. would kind of all come together at the same time and it was something that was really hard for me to deal with um I was actually speaking with my therapist this week and it was really her suggestion to potentially create a podcast out of this because I'm sure if you know I I definitely I'm definitely a lot better about it now about taking you know a pause and and having a break from so many things that that I wanted to to spend time on like my work in Ayurveda my podcast my blog writing but I didn't take it that easy I was really coming hard on myself I I there was a lot of shame happening there was a lot of you could have done better there was a lot of you're slacking off there was a lot of you're not really serious about this but she really helped me put things into perspective in terms of I'm only one person I'm only one person, I only have a finite amount of time and, you know, I'm not going to get things perfect, I'm not going to do things, you know, at the time that I always want to do them and that's okay and that's part of life and and there's no shame in that and, you know, I can can wallow in self-pity, I can wallow in misery, I can wallow in self-shaming and and let that self-shaming like stop me from actually getting back on the wagon and it has oh my goodness it has it's that that shame has stopped me from doing so many things in life and and it's so helpful to just have that support system that I have with my therapist to kind of to kind of stop me in my tracks and say dude you're this is normal this is okay um it's okay to take a break it's okay to you know, not be, not be running full force every single day, 24-7. Um, 
so so I wanted to go back here and kind of share that with you all because if I'm feeling that way I'm sure a ton of other women a ton of other moms and and just people in general are probably feeling that we're going through some really different unique times right now um you know everyone's working from home everyone with children um are having to create new routines and and really deal with the new reality and we're just trying our best we're trying our best and that's all we can really ask of each other and the worst thing that we can do is really to shame ourselves and shame each other and I think that my partner and I have been doing a really great job in just being more understanding and and more you know, willing to be, willing to work together in, in making this new living arrangement work for both of us. I used to go into, you know, my, my company's office to work and now I don't have that because of COVID. We're all working from home. And so now um, we're both here. We're both here sharing a space with our five-year-old. And before that, actually, his son, my stepson, was actually also living here for the summer. So there were four people um, so there was just a lot of movement, a lot of, um, changes, a lot of things that needed adjusting. And so it's really easy for me to kind of just not notice all that and just kind of like focus on, oh, you didn't try hard enough. So I'm really thankful to have had that realization because otherwise, like I mentioned to you guys, I really could have just leaned in on that talk of self-shame and and just self-sabotage from there and and really think about oh this isn't really something that I actually want to do I guess because I haven't done it no Mary it's it's just that you needed some time to really focus on other pressing things not that that wasn't important but those things that you focused on are actually important and it's okay that you needed to you know take some things off your plate to make life happen (laughs) and and now I feel good I feel good getting back in the swing of things today I put myself first you know I got my hair cut I haven't had my hair cut in eight months you guys I'm I feel so light I feel like weight has been taken off me physically and metaphorically um I feel like a brand new person, and today um, I put myself first. I got my hair cut. I took a walk. Uh, I made myself my my cacao masala drink, had some breakfast, met up with a girlfriend for brunch, um, did some work on my Ayurveda certification and also on this virtual summit that I am planning, which I'm super excited to tell you guys more about. You'll be learning more about that in the next few podcasts and also on my blog and on my social media channels. But I, I, I really put myself first and, and didn't create blocks for myself in order to make that happen. Meaning, have, have you guys ever done this where, where you tell yourself, okay, first I'm going to clean the bathroom and then I can do something for myself? Like, it's sort of like, and if I don't do it, then I 
feel like I don't deserve to do something for myself. It's sort of like that Cinderella syndrome. That's kind of like what my therapist called it. And I didn't even know it had a name because it was such a great way of explaining it. And it's basically like putting these walls and these barriers up to prevent yourself from doing something that can actually really uplift your mood that you really need to feel your best that you need to feel inspired and to feel valuable and to feel whole um and I've been doing that I've been doing that to myself for the past few weeks and and it it made me and it made me not really the I wouldn't say I was I wouldn't say I was like a such a moody crank cranky person to deal with but I definitely felt my mood changes and so did my fiance and and I've just learned that that's not really going to benefit anyone and there's no point in me trying to discipline myself you know I am a grown woman I do not have to create rule chores or chore rules in order for me to want to do something that makes my soul fulfilled right I shouldn't do that in fact I should do the opposite I should definitely put my passions and whatever makes my soul feel good first so that I can have more energy to actually do other things around the house so that I can feel inspired and I and I I have the you know, the, the energy to clean, to, to cook, and I don't feel resentful towards the people around me. So that was a really big piece for me this week and um, just super grateful for being able to realize that. One thing that I also want to stress here is the importance of support, especially now, you guys. If you don't have anyone that can really check you, you know, and I don't mean like, shame you or attack you I mean someone to kind of really put things into perspective for you something someone who can lovingly challenge you someone who can you know remind you of how you want to show up that's the type of support that we all need in our lives that's the type of people that we should put in front of ourselves Sometimes we're fortunate enough to have those people as our friends, as our parents, as our partners, you know, but sometimes we're, we're not and, and we have to go out and look for those people in the form of therapists, in the form of, you know, a coach and that's cool. I mean, my partner is such a great person to speak with about these things, but I also know that it's not fair of me to kind of put all of that ownership on him like I need to be able to speak to someone else about situations or feelings or emotions that are coming up for me regarding our relationship that's not him um so that's why it's important to have that type of support um in different places in your life right um Again, as a therapist, as a coach, you know, um, as a mentor, like those are some um, areas or types of support that you can get around here. Um, And I know everybody has their own um, living, I guess, situations where you might not be able to afford like a therapist right now 
or a coach right now, but there are options out there. Um, I actually, I, I think I linked those options in a recent blog post of mine. So I'll go ahead and relink that blog post in the show notes here so you guys can take a look. But definitely explore the different options that are out there because it is so helpful. The last thing that you should be doing is just kind of like relying on yourself to support yourself, which is good, right? Because at the end of the day, like we know what's good for us, but we also need other pe- other people's perspectives that we know can help us. That's another thing too. Advice and support is not equal, is not made equal. It's important for you to get advice and support from people who you actually look up to, who actually have the things that you want in life, who are actually doing the things that they believe in. You know, like if you, if one of your goals is to open up a business, then it is wise to have a mentor that actually has their own business that is profitable, right? That's self-sustaining and that's actually doing something good for the world at the same time. It wouldn't be wise for you to listen to someone who has a nine to five job about starting a business. That just isn't it. And that's what I mean by making sure that you're getting your advice and you're getting your support from the right sources. Um, And I know that it's so, so easy, um, you know, just to talk to your girlfriends or your friends about relationships, you know, um, boy problems, girl problems, whatever. Um, But it's so important to know and look at their relationships before you decide whether to take their advice. Like, is their relationship the type of relationship you actually want? You know, and and my, my partner is the one who really put this into perspective for me because I used to do that. I used to talk to a bunch of my girlfriends about our relationship and and take their advice and he was right he was absolutely right like if I'm gonna take a relationship advice from people it should be people that I know's relationships are actually a relationship that I want to emulate right which is a relationship of understanding of compassion of love of support of growth of honesty um, a fun relationship, an adventurous relationship, a relationship filled with abundance. Those are all the things that I really value in the relationship. Um, and the same thing with a therapist, same thing with a mentor. It's really important to find someone that you respect and, and, and has the things that you want. Um, and I'm not saying you're going to find that all in one person, but there are you know, traits and characteristics that you can find in different people as well. So just a tip on that. Um, but I'm really excited just to, to get back here on the, on, on my groove, (laughs) get my groove back, Mary getting her groove back, um, and start creating content for you again. I've been, like I mentioned, I've been pretty quiet on the podcast, which means that I've also been pretty quiet on Instagram Um, on my YouTube, on my blog, but I'm super stoked to get back into it. Um, And also, guys, if you want me to talk about anything specific, please do tell me because your feedback is very important, very valuable. It actually helps me create content that I know you actually want to listen to. Um, So let me know. But before I go, I just want to reiterate 
the overarching topic here about shame. Like, please, please do not shame yourselves. Do not shame yourselves. Do not go into self-pity. Because when you shame yourself and when you go into self-pity, you're actually saying that you have no agency in creating the world that you want to create. You're saying that things just happen to you. You know, you're saying that there's nothing that you can do to create the situation that you want. You're sort of just taking what you're getting, if that makes sense. And it's harder to kind of make that change, make that transition, you know, when you're shaving yourself. Because now you're just kind of like in that mode of, oh, I'm not good enough, instead of, okay, this is what's happening. Let me think about why this is happening and let me put the pieces in my life that will allow me to actually do what I want to do. So for me, the example was, for, or not example, but for me, what was happening was there was just a lot of things to do. There were a lot of things to do and I was trying to do it all by myself. And that's just not happening. And so what I'm doing now is, or the changes that I'm making is that I'm putting myself first. I'm creating days where I can do that, right? I'm choosing the days where I can do that. And I'm also choosing to invest financial resources so I don't have to let things fall through the cracks, right? I'm actually going to hire someone to help me clean the house. Um, I'm actually going to go back to doing online grocery shopping. So these are the type of like changes that we can all make, right? Once we really stop shaving ourselves, accept our circumstance, and just problem solve, create solutions for ourselves. And that's really a part of life. Life is never going to be perfect. Life is never going to be how we pictured it exactly to the T. It's, it's, it's more about accepting where we're at, figuring out how to roll with it, figuring out how to roll with it with grace and ease and love. Um, so hopefully this helps you guys who are going through similar things that I was and I still am. I know this is not going to be the last instance <laughs> that um, I have a lot on my plate. And that I encounter feelings of shame. But I just know that, you know, I'm not, I'm not here to be perfect. I'm not here to show up as knowing everything. Or like I mentioned, being perfect. I'm just here to, to get it right. And, and, you know, part of getting it right means sometimes you get it wrong. <laughs> Sometimes you get it wrong and, and you just got to experiment and let it go. Just let it go. Even the concept of rightness is, is very vague and abstract because what is right, right? Right is, is different for everybody. So even, even having that definition of right is different for you and me. So your right might not even be my right. But anyway, I'm going into another topic. But point is... Let's not shame ourselves. Let's accept where we're at, who we are, and come up with creative solutions so that we can 
continue to, you know, live a life with joy, live a life of purpose, um, and get things done. All right, you guys, thank you so much for listening. Um, If you haven't yet, please make sure to rate this podcast and review it. That allows more people to find Just Flow With It. And if you want to follow me on social, my handle is at Mary Vallarta on all of the social channels. Um, We can connect further there. And then otherwise, I will see you all next time here on Just Flow With It. Thank you.